What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I wanted to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. We are at 200. We made it, y'all. I thank y'all so much for being on this journey. I'm going to take a break, as I said last week, so I want y'all to continue on this journey with me. Sign up for the Patreon. Thank y'all, and enjoy the show. Yo, this is not Mike Brown, but this is The Art of Letting Go. Welcome. My name is Yanni Blue, and I have the distinct honor of interviewing The Art of Letting Go's illustrious host, Mike Brown, for his 200th episode. Welcome, Mike Brown. Um, am I supposed to give you an intro? I don't know. You can if you want to. Or I can give myself an intro. I'll, I'll give you an intro. I'll give you an okay. intro. Mike Brown is a talented, 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 talented creative. Um, recognized by Spotify and Glad and KCRW and Outfront Magazine and all these incredible platforms who have acknowledged his accomplishments as a podcaster, as a producer, as a merch designer. As a dope ass, badass bitch, um, give it up for for the art of letting go, host, Mister Mike Brown. I appreciate that. How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Um, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a a lot reflective, but overall, I'm feeling good. Okay, I'm feeling good too. It's it's, it's 10 a.m. on on a Sunday, and um, you know, we got up early to uh kick off the feels there's a lot going into your 200th episode i don't know how much you're revealing or not revealing but you are letting go of a lot this week coming into this episode coming into this era of your podcast but before we get into all that i want to read you something okay and just get your thoughts on it so okay. uh, i wonder if it gives me a date okay this is from january 2018 okay and it says this is the actual ep- episode description for your first episode ever oh wow So episode description reads, trying to think of what to write and I don't really know what to say. I have really dope conversations with people and thought it would be cool to share some of them. Wayne and I have been working on collaborating for a while and this felt like a perfect opportunity. The podcast is called The Art of Letting Go and basically this is our space to be vulnerable and grow. In this episode, we introduce ourselves and start letting go of things in order to continue progressing. Let us know what you think, send us some feedback and thank you for listening. Wow. (laughs) thoughts um man my thoughts just hearing that was uh it was cool to hear like just me just express myself in the clearest and plainest way that I possibly could because I didn't know what to write and a lot of times I still don't know what to say and um just hearing that sounded like me saying those words and hoping that my reader read that in my voice yeah so that was cool do you feel the time hearing that back? Does it feel like no time has passed at all? I do feel the time for sure. I do feel the time. Um, just because I was I was in a totally different place in my life. Um and more specific to podcasting, just what I envisioned for it to be at that time was not this at all. Okay. So, you know, I didn't see myself being in studios. I didn't see myself doing anything other than just expressing myself. Yeah. So just for the people who who aren't the longtime listeners, you know, again, that was from January 2018. We are now five years later, mm-hmm. 200 episodes later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What is what does that feel like? Why 200? Why are we celebrating 200? Um, you know, 200 was a milestone for me. Uh, 
I had wrote it down. It's just like, I want to get to 200 episodes. And I didn't know what that would encompass. And being at 200, I feel ready to take a break. I think that's why it's such a celebration because, uh, you know, it's been 200 weeks of growth, mm-hmm. you know, which I've, I've probably recorded and done a lot more in between that time. But it's been 200 times that I've gotten to express my growth and show it and showcase it um, in a public space. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm celebrating it. And it just feels complete. Um, you know, I don't feel like I'm leaving anything left undone okay. at this stage. And this is not me saying that I'm done, but really just acknowledging that I can take a pause. Right. That's fair. Yeah. So let's, let's go back. Cause obviously we have to reflect. We have to, we have to talk about the whole, not the whole experience, but just let's get through some milestones real quick. You know, we read that first episode description. Take me back to that first week or those first couple of days of getting ready to podcast. What was the intention or what do you remember? What thoughts stand out the most right now? Just about that initial run. So I always bring this up, but uh, myself and James, that yoga dude, uh, we used to record ourselves. Well, I would record us just having conversations and um I don't know what made me do it. I don't know what made me do it, to be honest with you, but I just felt like we would just always have deep conversations. So I would just record and we would talk and I would go back and take some of those conversations, chop them up and put them to beats that I was making at the time and stuff. And um, at the time I was in therapy and I remember that I was just, just exploring a lot, exploring a lot. And I quit my job. I'm always quitting a job. I'm always quitting a job. And um trend alert. Yeah. Yeah. I go through cycles of it, but th- this last one was the last cycle. It's the longest that I've been off a job that I quit. Um but I remember that my therapist told me the price was going up. I couldn't afford it. And um me, James, James might have still been in LA at the time. He may have been living in Long Beach, possibly. I don't know. I don't know where he was at, but uh, I know we would go to Long Beach by Wayne's house and we would have conversations and I would talk to them about podcasts, podcasts, podcasts. And uh, one day Wayne told me, he was just like, yeah, I'll I'll do the podcast with you. And it just made sense to me at that time. And um, really, you know, going back further, I think podcasting was always on my mind, but it was a podcast um, done by Anthony Valadez that was called Say No More Fam. And the first episode was literally an episode about how podcasting was so easy. I wish that podcast still existed. Uh, I think he took it down, but it for sure inspired my my journey of just like, damn, it's that easy to just turn on your phone and record? And, you know, it was cool. And here we are mm-hmm. five years later. So tell me about transitioning out of having a co-host because you had a co-host for how many episodes? Maybe like 50, somewhere around there, I think. So what was... I honestly don't remember. What was that transition like? And then if you can even expand upon just kind of letting go of collaborators because that's become a theme. I know that's something we talk about. Um, man, you know, 
I uh, just being so honest with you, this podcast always felt like mine, and um, I I've always had a hard time trusting people in collaboration with ideas that I felt so passionate about. And I love Wayne to death. Shout out to Wayne. But I just knew how passionate I was about this, that it always felt like my thing. I don't, I don't know if I ever allowed myself internally to feel the hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when, when, um, when I decided to continue the podcast, I mean, and if I'm being completely transparent, you know, I don't even know if I've ever been this honest before, but I had thoughts about doing the podcast by myself before, you know, before I started doing it by myself. I remember talking to like, you know, my close friends about what they thought I should do because it just felt like, and, his, and, and you know, in hindsight at that time, you know, being young and, and also being fearful of doing something by myself yeah, I was kind of in my feelings about like, oh man, like he's not putting as much effort and energy into this as me. But it wasn't about that. It was about this. This was my journey. And I really needed to follow it. And just talking to my friends about it, because I was like, well, should I change the name? Should I do this? And it was like, no, fuck that. Like I this is my baby. And this is what I believe in. And I decided to continue to follow that. And it was scary in the beginning because I really thought. I really thought I would lose listenership um, with him not being associated to it. Like, I I don't think I really recognize how much, how much I was putting into this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really just envisioned like, oh, it's going to fail. I'm doing it by myself. I'm not going to be able to hold an audience by myself. I'm not like, I just, I just saw all the negatives of what would happen. And it was completely opposite. What has that taught you as you've, as you've worked through collaborations in music, just in all mediums, uh, and as far as being able to let go of people when, when it's time? Um, I think something that has let me, that has taught me is to communicate more. Um, I really do, I really do wish that I would have communicated more with Alpha um, of just how I was feeling. I think I was so afraid of conflict which, you know, he wasn't a confrontational dude at all. Like, we both were very easygoing. But I think uh, I think I would have wish I would have had a conversation with him just so I was clear on, like, he was clear on where I was at, communicating where I was at and what I was feeling with all of this. But I think also I was, I was working through feeling a lot of it too. Like, I don't think I knew at the time, like, this is what I really want to do. I think it was, you know, we talk about fear, we talk about comfort and you know, being a being a music producer, music producer with quotes, because I feel like I'm just an artist in general. But when I was producing music, it was easy for me to hide behind somebody else. So having a co-host is easy for me. Like if this doesn't go well, I can I can blame this person. Not mm-hmm. blame, but you know, the blame doesn't all fall on me. Mm-hmm. And in doing this solo, win, lose, or draw is on me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um. Yeah, it taught me in collaboration to really, like, just be clear in communication. Um, and also also knowing when to separate. Like, especially when you collaborate with people that you love. Uh-huh. Knowing when and how to separate what 
what is collaboration time? What is personal time? Like they shouldn't have to, because it, I, I think at one point it started to feel like, all right, we just linking up to do the podcast. It, yeah. it becomes this, like, we're not just hanging out just to hang out no more. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of that fell on me because like I said, I was so serious about this that that was my focus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As opposed to just, you know, yeah, when we, we do this, and, and I was doing it for fun. I'm, I'm still doing it for fun, but I think I just got more serious about it. I hope that answered the question. Yeah. Um, I like that you touched on, on um, just how powerful and transformative the actual conflict or the, the, the disconnect can be, because I think a lot of people think that when you go through, when you go through issues with people or when you're having disagreements that you kind of know right away what you're upset about. And I think you, you, you learned through the process of being upset, you know, or, or just things falling apart. So when you admit like, you know, I wish I would have communicated better, but also I didn't know hundred percent how I felt at the time. That's real. A lot of people don't acknowledge that. So I think that's beautiful. And you know, like I'm, I'm getting to a place now and I've had to mature into this, but I've had to learn to trust people within collaboration. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I truly knew what the word collaboration meant. I think for me was collaboration was me getting off my ideas and you being a part of them mm-hmm. as opposed to you like delegating. You do this part. I do this part. You do this. I do that. This is what you bring to the table. This is what I bring to the table. Yeah. And we make this all work together. But I think, I think in the beginning we may have had different agendas, mm-hmm. you know, and I was so clear on mine that I didn't want to budge on anything. Cause he definitely had ideas and I appreciate alpha for that. Like, I really do. I appreciate alpha for giving me the confidence to even do this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like just hyping me up to get to a level to be able to do this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because at that time I wouldn't have done it on my own. Right. And, um, you know, he definitely was an intricate part of this journey. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I learned a lot in collaboration. And I think that's why at this stage of collaboration for me, I try to, I try to not be so controlling and be more open. Um, sometimes I just surrender my control and just say this shit is going to work out how it's supposed to work out. You know, I have my ideas. I share them. My collaborators share theirs. And then we meet somewhere in between, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I like it that way now. Like, it, it's less pressure. I think when, when you're so tapped into your idea, it does feel like a lot of pressure. Like, it's, you know, I have to get this off, especially, you know, when when you have that, that chip on your shoulder of, like, I got to prove something. Mm-hmm. Nobody's been listening to me. Yeah, so... A lot of times that's what it was for me in collaboration is I'm so used to, and not, maybe not even nobody's listening to me. I'm just too scared to share my ideas. Mm-hmm. So with one moment I get to share an idea, I'm riding on this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, communication is key. Did you know we had a Patreon? You should definitely check it out. Um, the podcast might be going private for a little while, if I'm being honest. But on the Patreon, you get exclusive episodes, um, some of my music that I'm working on, a lot of the art that I'm working on outside of the podcast, behind the scenes, and also help me make some decisions in where the podcast should go. So you should join patreon.com slash the art of letting go. 
So, Mike Brown, host of The Art of Letting Go. Yes. Um, 200th episode. Yes. Taking a break after this. Yes. Um, before we go into the break and, and all your illustrious plans, let's get off some 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 podcast milestones. Because 200 okay. episodes is a lot. Okay. Um, when was the first episode where you felt like, I got this, I'm good at this? First episode, I felt like I got this. Um, damn, that's a great question. That's a great question. You know, there was one episode I do remember I was just popping shit, uh, just about being confident. It may have been the episode where I met, like, right after I met Kanye. Um, there was another episode. Actually, there was an episode where I I told Alpha, and maybe it was Crenshaw. Maybe Crenshaw was the guest. But I was like, I'm going to host the Xavier uh, Homecoming. And they had asked us to do, like, the social media for Homecoming that year. But I was feeling myself. So it was, it was I guess it was my blonde era. Okay. <laughs> like, in my blonde era, I was like, I'm feeling myself. And, and I think that shit was coming off in the podcast, too. Okay. I like that. Um, favorite guest, favorite guest, um, just one. I don't. These are just open. Um, answer however you want. Okay. Your podcast. My favorite guest, honestly, have been. I think Byron is like real shit. Byron is number one, um, and not just because he's my friend, but because I think when we do the pods, we have probably our deepest conversations and uh, our most vulnerable conversations. So it's always cool to talk to Byron. I think Anthony Valadez, just because I, I've always admired his work. So to be able to work with him in my space, um, every time is, it's been a really dope episode. I always get a lot of love on those episodes, but for me, they always feel good. And Nesby Phipps, um, one of my favorite episodes, like was always a fan of him as well. So I think, like talking to people that I've been fans of and then to have my platform to talk to them. And, you know, they just, they give me really dope conversations. Um, yeah, those are my favorites. I mean, I, I, I feel like I got a lot of them, but those three are probably like my top three. Least favorite. Least favorite guest. Ooh, Ooh, yeesh. <laughs> and, and least favorite doesn't mean that you hated them, but maybe yeah. maybe episodes that were the they were uncomfortable or hard to do or <sighs> you know what? And and this goes back to like an era type thing. I think the episodes that I've done this year, a good chunk of them have been tough. Um like I said, I'm not no diss to to nobody that I worked with, but it was more my energy of just trying to figure it out. But you know, some of the Boston episodes were tough. Um, some of the last episodes that I recorded were challenging just because it was like, man, like I'm kind of burnt out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this this year in general, I was a little burnt out. So, you know, I don't I definitely don't want to personalize nobody and say because uh, I, I don't feel like anybody gave me a bad episode, except there was one lady. Um, and I'm going to release her episode. Not that, not that I'm going on break. I'll release this episode because I always talk about it and it may not even as, be as bad as I thought, but this lady, she wrote a book about the art of letting go. I am going to release your episode because I'm feeling like that in my life right now. So I'll release it. 
But uh, it just didn't speak to me at the time because it felt like she just came to promote something and she wasn't really trying to connect with me, which is cool. You know, I get it. Like, that's what people go on podcasts for to promote shit. But at that time in my life, it was like, nah, this is my space of like connecting with people and being vulnerable. So I never released it. And she reached out to me too and I ignored her, but I'm going to put that episode out. Sorry about that. Speaking of promotion, damn just connected is now available on all streaming platforms. Yep. Feature Mike Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So the art of letting go is the name of the podcast. And I know there are, I don't know if misconceptions is the right word, but there are different ideas of what your podcast is. It's a mental health podcast. It's a men's podcast. It's a music podcast. You've called it a hip hop podcast. If you had to right now, once and for all, tell people what the art of letting go is, what, what would you define it as? At least this first 200 episodes. The Art of Letting Go is an audio diary of a queer black man on a journey of the self-discovery, period. Bloop. Okay. What is the biggest thing you feel like you've let go of on the pod? <sighs> Myself. <laughs> um, I think at every stage I've shed so many layers in order to grow, like, I don't think it's just one specific thing. I think everything has been a release for me to continue to to build this version of myself. So, yeah, possibly me. Letting go of yourself. And with guests, the ones that or didn't. More, more, I'm sorry to cut you off, but more so my idea of myself. Okay. Okay, well, let's dig deep into that then. What, who did you think you were before the podcast and who are you now? Um... I think before the podcast, like I said, I thought I was, uh, I was this music producer. Um, I was, you know, navigating, learning more about my sexuality. I just got out of this relationship. I was trying to be free and all that shit. And uh, I think today I am probably the most free that I've ever been in my life. Um, it's the most confident that I've been in my life. And yeah, I really trust myself right now. And I think me trusting myself is shaping the world around me and I'm not questioning it. You know, I used to, I used to question why, like, you know, why do friendship, why do I have to outgrow friendships? Why do I have to outgrow? Cause I'm always, I'm always in a space of growing and sometimes I'll grow shit and I've really been trusting like just what I feel and letting that be the guide. And even when it is hard, like those growing pains, like I remember when I was getting taller, my knees used to have pains, like the physical growing pains. And like in, in my life, I'm definitely tapped into the emotional growing pains, but I just, as I let my knees just grow, I, I, I allow myself to spiritually grow as well. Come on, knee grows. Come on. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask, what's the biggest thing that somebody else let go of on your podcast? Ooh. It's James Woods, a.k.a. That Yoga Dude, with Feel Free to Feel Free. I have a hard time dealing with, coping with, feeling, experiencing a lot of emotions, especially anger, especially fear. They make me uncomfortable. They make me question who I am and what I should be doing and how I should be responding to them. Me being able 
to feel these emotions, go through them, get what I need out of them because it's a lesson. It's they telling me something, they're teaching me something. It's one of the most powerful lessons I can get from the world. Because every time I go in the world, I get something from it. I get emotions. So I want to meditate in a way that'll help me deal with the emotions I experience that cause me discomfort. So what I experience with anger is a shutdown on an internal level. I try to keep everything in, which of course leads to an implosion exploding on the inside. The information that the world gives me about a situation, about a relationship, I take and I use it to fuel the fire that's in me. Me being angry about what I can't do, me being angry about what I can't have, me being angry about what somebody else is doing to me, and feeling like I can't respond in a way that'll give me the results that I need or want. And so I just shut down. So in using this meditation is, I can't even say medicine, to get rid of it, to cure it as like it's a disease, but more so to be aware of it, to tune in, to get the lesson from it. So allow your body to be comfortable and to notice where your body is tight and tense at. If you are angry right now, really find in your body where that anger is being triggered, where it's triggering you. How is your body responding to your current anger? Are you tightening your jaw, squeezing your hands? Whatever you got going on with your body, release it. Let the muscles relax. Remove that energy from those places that your body stores that anger and put it into your breath. Just find the most calm and relaxing breath you can. Just a breath where you're barely paying attention to it. But you notice your belly is filling up. And then your belly empties. You notice your nostrils filling. Then you notice the air moving past the nostrils on its way out. Shifting your focus from lack, the things that you can't get, the things that you can't do, the person that you're not, and bring it to the person that you are right now. The person that's taking the time to heal, the person that's taking the time to recognize, acknowledge. Be aware that there's some things going on inside you. You may not have the words for them. You ain't got the solution. But you do have the awareness. You know what's happening. You know your body is responding to something. You know your emotions is here communicating with you. You ain't got to know what it is right now. Just know it's here.
shift your focus not to what you need to do but what has to happen to what is going on right now your breath your heartbeat your muscles relaxing eyes closed but still noticing the images and pictures that's running across your mind checking in again with your breath as you let go of the pictures in your mind and move back towards what's happening in your body This is not where you're going to end up. This is only where you are at the moment. Don't let this moment change, dictate, make where you're going to end up. Just allow this moment to be. And then as you move into the next moment, Make your mind up there. Breathe and relax to create opportunities for you to be in the moment. For you to let go of the lack and focus on all that you have right now, all that you are. Not even what you're going to get, not even what you did do, just right now. Breathing, relaxing, calming, maybe still mad self, but you're you, and this is all you need to be right now. This is all you need. You don't need your respect right now. You don't need your revenge. You don't need to make your point. You don't need to force this. Cut that off. Make that happen. Right now you need you. And right now you are in every inhale and exhale. Now you are in your softening shoulders, your relaxing hands, your focus breath. Just allow you to be you. Sad, hurt, angry, frustrated, and all. And learn to breathe through it.
enjoy yourself and create from that place of peace and calm that you just gave to yourself. You got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. You got some work to do. But you good right now. That's what I tell myself and I work on on a daily basis. I appreciate y'all for taking the time to listen and taking the time to do the work to heal and grow. We all need each other. Love you. And as always, feel free to feel free and namaste. Peace. Biggest thing somebody else let go of. Man, I will say the episode we did with um, Victor about narcissistic abuse was a heavy episode um i remember like not even really having questions or anything i just let him talk and he like really just that was that was the most vulnerable i had ever had somebody be on the podcast without me having like i said to pull answers from questions or anything it just was a release and i man it it, it made me emotional um recording that episode with him that was a heavy episode uh that might be the biggest one that might be the biggest one i mean we've we've had you know some good ones but that one was a big one when when you talk about um you know 200 episodes and everything that you've accomplished as i mentioned at the top you've been acknowledged by spotify you had a billboard you've been working with glad you were an out from magazine. You've been working with Anthony KCRW. So many cool things that you've done. So many guests that you said you were fans of. You've accomplished a lot, and yet I've seen you struggle with accepting acknowledgement or or just kind of. And we had an experience yesterday. I don't know if you mind me sharing, mm-hmm. but I got I got a write up for a song that came out, and my excitement confused you because mm-hmm. you're just not used to celebrating yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you want to open up about that a little bit and just kind of explain like? You know, as you're celebrating 200, how can you celebrate 200 without acknowledging those things? I don't know. Um, you know, and even just hearing you mention that, I, I feel myself feeling a little emotion, get a little misty-eyed. But uh, I think I've always had a hard time celebrating myself because I've always seen my negatives more than I've seen my positives. So... You know, I think in the past there was this feeling of like, I'm not worthy to be celebrated. And I think I've done a lot of work around it. I think there's still more work to do, you know. Um, yeah, I I think uh, I think I'm always just feeling like I can do more, you know, so having that feeling doesn't really allow me the space to appreciate what I'm doing right now. And I'm trying to get better at that. I'm trying to get better at it. Um, you know, when I do something, I definitely acknowledge it, but I think I'm, I'm so tapped into the the work or what I feel is the work of what I have to do. And it's just like, okay, on to the next thing. That's just a milestone. Let's keep going. I, I told you yesterday, like I, I saw myself on that billboard and, you know, I, I wasn't honest with many people about how it made me feel because 
you know, you're on a billboard in Times Square. You're supposed to be excited about that shit. But it ain't really that exciting <laughs> if you still stressing, you know, your finances and shit like that. Like, if I'm being completely honest, like, I create this shit. And, yes, it was honestly the, the experience of being in the studio at the Spotify studio recording, being up there with Larry June, Dochi, and all those people. That was exciting for me. Seeing myself on a billboard didn't do nothing for me. It was like, okay, I'm on a billboard. What's next? Because I want to be more in the studio than I want to be on a fucking billboard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, But at the same time, the billboard is just as important. Bill, billboard is just as important. Yeah. But I think I'm so tapped into the things that I want to do and I want to accomplish that so, sometimes uh, I don't take the time to really recognize those milestones. And I've been doing it more, you know, especially leaving L.A. It's been forcing me to look at a lot of the things, not just in the podcast, but just in my life that I've done. And it's like, damn, I've really done a lot of dope shit and I'm going to continue to do it. But in order to continue to do it, I got to acknowledge the shit that I'm doing right now so I could feel when I'm doing some dope shit. Yeah. You know, um, just taking a second to pour into you um, as a collaborator and as a fan, I think what you do is exceptional. And obviously, when you think about legacy, those things are all going to be a part of it. But even me being able to sit here and interview you on your podcast is part of your legacy. Like you have poured into me as a podcaster, as a host. I wouldn't have the confidence to sit here and do this without you. So and I'm sure a lot of other people could say that, you know, and, and we're going to go into the future stuff in a moment and, you know, your course and everything, everybody that you're teaching. But I just definitely want to pour into you in, in that sense and let you know that, like, I get it. Like, the work is what we love the most. And some of the external stuff sometimes does feel a little vain, a little weird. And we talk about how, you know, these things, when we receive them, they don't always feel, like you said, as 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 validating because it's like, well, I still got to pay bills. So like, it doesn't, it doesn't change anything. But you know what? I would have rather... Whatever the fuck it costs to be on that billboard, for that to be in my pocket, (laughs) than to fucking be on that billboard, if I'm being completely honest with you. Yeah. Like, that's great. That's cool. And like I said, I saw it and I was like, okay. The excitement for me came from seeing that billboard with my friends. Right. Because they knew the journey of this shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, being able to take pictures with them in front of this shit was what was exciting to me. But to just see myself on a billboard, it was like... That don't do nothing for me. Right. You know, that's that's that felt like more more for everybody else, like for everybody else to know that they could do this shit. You know what I mean? If 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 I could get on a fucking billboard, anybody could do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what that was for me. Bars. Um, so you describe your podcast as a audio diary. Yes. And um, I do want to wrap up the the, 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 the recap moment because I, I want to get into all the cool shit you got coming up. But um, if I may introduce a segment for myself, maybe every time that I host, this could be a segment we do. Okay. I would love for you, 200th episode, Mike, to leave a message for 300th episode, Mike, or 400th episode, Mike. Like, And I, w- I want to call this segment, Dear Mike, this is you addressing yourself, looking to your camera, hmm. and... You know, dear Mike, and what would you like to tell yourself for when you listen back to this episode? What do you think you're going to need in a couple months, couple years to hear? Dear Mike, nigga, you fucking did it. <laughs> oh, shit. All this shit that all the seeds you was planting and shit like that, you fucking got them done. Um, look at where we at today. 
Keep going. I love that. Okay. Now let's get into the future. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have announced, I believe, that two hundred. You were taking a break at two hundred episodes. I did. Um. Yeah. What What are the plans? I don't know how much you've revealed. You do want to let the people know what the plans are for the next for the next iteration of the podcast, or just personal plans? Like, what What do you want to let people in on? Uh, I just want to let people know that uh, I am taking a pause from publicly doing this podcast. Um. Because I've been working hard. I've been, I'm at 200 episodes and everybody hasn't heard this podcast. And I know that a lot of people that do listen to it tell me how much they enjoy it. And I want more people to enjoy it. So I want to take what I have and reach other people. So what I really would love for y'all to do if y'all, if y'all, and not if you really support me, but if you just really tapped into the journey and this podcast helps you or, Whatever, I would love for y'all to subscribe to the Patreon. Subscribe to the Patreon, and I promise I will keep you up to date with everything I am doing from my business to my journey. I'm taking a two-month road trip to really dive deeper into my why. And on that road trip and on that journey, I'm going to talk to other people along the way that I meet about their whys. So, it's probably, I, I haven't decided format yet of what it's going to look like. I mean, at some point, it's all going to turn into audio, but it may be some video. It may be some audio. It may be the combination of the two. But I feel like my my canvas of working this out, like I said, I'm, I'm an artist. So my canvas of working this out is going to be the Patreon. And I would love for y'all to take that journey with me because, you know, some of it might be expressed musically. Some of it might just be expressed through photography. I don't know how... I want to express it all, but I would love for y'all to be a part of it. And that's the best way. And I'm going to still, I'm going to still do stuff on the podcast. I'm going to still work out some things, do some best of episodes, some, you know, some stuff like that. Maybe give like a check-in maybe once a month or something. But I really would love if y'all join me on this Patreon journey. You heard the man. Get your ass on Patreon. Um, I think that's a good place to take some listener questions, actually. Okay. Before we get into uh, some more proper segments. Um, do you want to know who the questions are from? Um, I think yeah, I recognize most of these people. And, um, and you, you could give the, the Instagram handles or, or something so I could I could tag them to it. I can't read this. Oh, Dweebarama. That's Jessica, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jessica's asking, what song best embodies your life right now? The song that best embodies my life right now is probably Tyler, the Creator's Safari. Like every time I hear that song, like it just it just feels like victorious, feels like just overcoming some shit, winning some shit, like a championship. And that's that's how I feel right now. Baddie. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Um, Let's see. I'm bouncing around here. Y'all be patient with me. Um, I just saw one that I really liked. Okay, Rebranding Motherhood asked. What makes you most scared about taking a break from the podcast? That's a good question because you haven't actually expressed any fear. Are there any fears? Are y'all going to still love me? Nah. Real. Uh, honestly, I don't have fear in taking a break. Um, had you asked me that a couple of months ago, yeah, my fear probably would have been, are people going to tap back in with me when I come back? But, you know, everybody, as, as I've said, my whole journey with this, everybody that's supposed to be here going to be here. You know, um, that's really all I got. But now I don't feel no fear about taking a break. Okay. 
Thank you, Tina. Yes. Shout out to Tina. Um, your sister asks, what is a dead social media app that you wish you were able to bring back? Honestly, none. You don't miss MySpace? I mean, I used to enjoy <laughs> MySpace. That's probably what she expected me to say. But <laughs> And actually, you know, I kind of did like MySpace because you could put music on your page and shit. Yep. I do miss that. But um, And actually, that's how I connected with Currency through MySpace. So, yeah, MySpace was actually pretty dope. Everybody was accessible. Right. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I want to bring anything back. Okay. And um, you guys asked a lot of great questions, by the way. I think we covered a lot of these, so I'm just trying to pick ones that that, that uh. Shout out to y'all for sending out sending questions. Yes, too. I like this one. Your sister also asked, "How do you cater to your feminine side?" Um, I got these pink shorts on right now. No, yes. I, you know, I I don't know. I think uh, I'm just joking about that. But <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes like. I guess like when I paint my nails or when I dye my hair or, you know, being serious, even having these pink shorts on. But I think I think my way of nurturing my feminine energy is through creating. Um, I think that is when I'm my most expressive. So I think when I am not creating, I'm not nurturing that part of myself and uh just saying that right now, I know I need to do it more and more regularly. So thank you for that question. Gang, gang. Um, A lot of other listener questions were kind of this or that, which takes us to, I guess, your five questions of freedom segment. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Is there a theme song? No, but it is brought to you by Feel Free to Feel Free. Yes. Shout out to Zat Yoga Dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Five questions of freedom for Mike Brown. Um, one session with Pharrell or an interview with Kanye? Ooh, ooh, that's a toughie. No, honestly, uh, I would take the session with Pharrell. Um, I ain't got to talk to Ye that bad. <laughs> I would love to, but, um, honestly, I would take, I would take the session with Pharrell over that. Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell. Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell. Uh, podcasting or music right now? Ooh man, y'all asking me some weird, some not weird, but <laughs> some tough questions. Um, honestly, I would say I would say music, but I think I want to let my trip determine what feels uh, most necessary to focus on. But I really been enjoying making music, and and honestly, I I say that, but also. If I'm being honest, haven't really been making as much because I've been focused on moving. Yeah. So, yeah, but music is speaking to me more right now. Um, A full beard or blonde hair with the waves that dip? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go blonde hair with the waves that dip because I can't grow a beard. Okay. <laughs> All right. How many is that? That's three. Oh. Uh- <laughs> New Orleans or Houston? Ooh, that's a fucked up question. <laughs> that's that that one ain't even right. I'm a I'm gonna say both. Okay. I'm gonna say both because I I love both. Um, both feel like home to me. To be honest with you, so yeah, I can't choose. And I'm gonna take my last my last uh, question of of freedom from Aaron S. Matthews, who asked the Carter or the Carter two. Carter one, duh. 
Carter one. That that's so easy. I mean, I love Carter two, but Carter one was the one for me. Carter Shout one. Out Aaron for that one. question. I feel like he asked me that question, uh, or he asked me a Wayne question another time. So I appreciate that he always throw me a Wayne question. There you go. So that's our five questions of freedom, man. Um. Let's manifest. Let's do some manifesting. We joke mm. about Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell. Do people on your pod know what Pharrell, Pharrell, Pharrell means? No, they do not. I don't Should think we tell so. them our Pharrell story? We, we can tell them our Did Pharrell story. Did we tell story. them our Pharrell story? I don't think we ever talked about the Pharrell story. Okay, so so <laughs> I reconnected with Mike Brown this time last year, and yeah. I had just finished selling my ass for this this young female <laughs> artist um, who whose label promptly took her and dropped her off in Pharrell's backyard and was like here now you do the rest of the album and I was really stressed about it love Pharrell was honored to even be on an album with him but there was also the fear of like he's going to take over this album and I reconnected with Mike and I didn't know how big of a Pharrell fan he was Man. and he was just like yeah I love Pharrell 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 and I was like damn you might appreciate these songs that this artist that I'm working with did with Pharrell and he heard him and um, just started hitting me with, like, all the Pharrell deep cuts and reconnecting me to, like, the Khalees projects. And I had told him that the artist was staying at Pharrell's hotel. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I'm going to go to Miami and stay in that hotel. And I said, if you go, I'm going to go with you. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to August of last year. Mike Brown is in Miami. He's prepping for Miami. And he's like, hey, yep. going to Miami. You want to pull up? I'm like, let's pull up. I, I book us reservations to go get drinks at Pharrell's hotel. And the day that I land on our way to the hotel, listening to Sweet Lies. Yep. Listening to Pharrell yep. and Usher Sweet Lies. Uh, the artist calls me. I was like, hey, um, Pharrell actually wants to fly me out to finish the album. Do you think you can stay in Miami for the rest of the week? Crazy. So since then, uh, I was freaking out in the car. We were wild. And then we got to the <laughs> hotel and Mike was Mike was demanding to, to speak to Pharrell. He's like, is he in the back? Is he in the kitchen? Um, shout out, shout out to the staff, shout out to Purple Rain, shout out to, to everybody involved. I think that was a big lesson for me in, in just being appreciative and manifesting. And, um, I appreciate you for bringing me back to earth. Cause you know, I really was in just a negative space with creating that I almost missed out on appreciating working with one of my heroes. Yeah. So that happened. And ever since then we joke because we, we have a series of coins. Mike will mention a person and they'll text him. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll bring up something. I see a billboard. So every time we, that happens, we go Pharrell, 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 which is our way of, uh, manifesting Pharrell. If you hear that, right, right. We are manifesting that session. So, so in the, in the spirit of Pharrell, <laughs> Pharrell, Pharrell, what are, I want to go over some manifestations for future iterations of the art of letting go. Yeah. Um, dream guests that you'd want to manifest right now besides Pharrell. Um, besides Pharrell, give us like three or four. Uh, besides Pharrell, Alan who would Iverson I talk to. Man, I for sure would talk to Allen Iverson. Um, childhood hero, childhood hero, legend. I would love to talk to Allen Iverson. Um, honestly, I would love to talk to Tyler too. Okay, I would like to talk to Tyler, and um, man, Lil Wayne. <laughs> okay well i got all like rappers and, right like, right but you know what all these people really inspire my life like you know when i think about uh the people that i was looking up to you know even currency like that's somebody i still would love to have a conversation with just because uh i've seen so much of his journey you know um living in new orleans and going to school out there and even like working with him on shit to seeing where he is today like i would love to have a conversation with him just about the journey you know what i mean um yeah, I would be open to like, honestly, I would talk to anybody. I would literally have a conversation with 
anybody. Um, but I'm open. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oprah. Oprah. Right. Uh, any collaborations you want to manifest? You've worked with Spotify. You've worked with Glad. Um, people that you'd really want to bring on board to, to collaborate with the art of letting go. <sighs> you know what? A really dope photographer would be nice. Um, somebody that does really dope video edits and cuts and shit. Like, honestly, like my collaborations would be people that, that have skills more than like name named people, like somebody that's great with the video editing, somebody that's great with photography, graphic design, shit, shit that could work for what I'm doing. That would be beneficial for me. I love these companies and shit. Not really, but, uh, I would rather work with, with humans than companies. Um, but I but I would definitely take a check from a company, though, if they want to collaborate <laughs> in that way. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, that was all I had for you, honestly. I, you know what? I would like you, you to tell the people as you're getting ready for the road trip, how can we support you this summer as you, as you refresh and reprogram for the next iteration of The Art of Letting Go? Man. Patreon. The way that, that Patreon is one way to support me. Um, signing up for my newsletter. I'm going I'm to try to keep y'all updated there as well. Because uh, I really want to connect directly with the people. I don't want to just, uh, I don't want to just do the social media shit no more. Like, I really want to be direct to consumer um, with this shit. So if y'all sign up for the newsletter, and I'm going to send out a survey because I really want to understand, like, just how y'all listen to podcasts and also just just really just learn more about the people that support me. And um, like I said, Patreon, that. And also just sharing, like, just how the podcast has helped you. Like, I would love an audio message. But, um, you know, if y'all could just share, like, a review or some shit on the podcast. I do read I do read that stuff. I do read, like, the reviews that people put on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. So, man, if y'all just keep reviewing the podcast and telling other people about it and, you know, just saying, just letting people know how this has affected your journey and your life, um, that's really it. But I appreciate y'all really really letting me come into your space um, and your world, though I haven't personally been in a lot of them, but, you know, or maybe I have in, in this way, maybe this is, but just tapping in with me on my journey and allowing it to inspire you on yours. So I thank y'all for that. It's eleven eleven, So I just feel like there's so much powerful manifesting going mm -hmm. on and everything you just said and everything you just gave the people. I want to say as again as a fan as a collaborator I appreciate you for asking me to uh help you with your 200th episode um your podcast was one of the first places that I started to express my journey um I didn't realize how much I was keeping to myself mm -hmm. and since then I have been opening up a lot and expressing a lot and, and letting off a lot and um so I again I appreciate you and I feel like I'm part of this podcast legacy just as much as everybody else has been a guest on here. So thank you for everything you do as an educator, as a producer, as a host. Um, congrats on 200 episodes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Congrats on taking a break. Most people don't take a break when they're supposed to. So yeah. shout out to you for doing that. And um, 
I don't know how to end a podcast, so I'm going to kick it back over to you as the real official host. <laughs> you can wrap this shit up. Thank y'all for having me. Of course. Thank you, Yanni Blue, for uh, hosting this episode. This was really fun. Um, I don't normally get to be on this side of the the podcast, so this was really dope. And uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Also, Yanni Blue, let the people know where they can find you. I will also be on the road with Mike Brown. Y'all oh, yeah? can find me out there. Yeah. If you can't find me there, don't find me. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I'm at Yanni Blue everywhere. But yeah, I'm 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 joining you on this on this journey. So uh, we're gonna be off the radar. So just uh, send us love. Send us uh, good energy. Zell Venmo. Um, <laughs> <Right>. Cash App. <laughs> Uh, Y-A-W-N-Y-B-L-E-W um, Yeah And thank y'all for listening um, This is Mike Brown This is The Art of Letting Go And uh, that's 200 Thank y'all Peace Thank y'all so much again for tuning in To this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go um, Like I said I'm taking a break so if y'all want to continue to follow the journey, please sign up for the Patreon. I'm going to come back with some new episodes, but, you know, in this time, we're going to be trying to work out and figure out some things. So I would love for y'all to stay tapped in with me while I'm on the road, road tripping and figuring it all out. Sign up for the Patreon if you want to support the show through merch. We do have merch available, theartoflettinggopodcast.com. Also, if you want to learn how to podcast, I am doing virtual workshops, so I would love to teach y'all how to share your own journeys. Um, sign up, sign in with me, and thank y'all for listening. It's the art of letting go. Peace.